Okay, let's see if I can try to keep this segment at 15 minutes. Uh, this is Season 7, Episode 8, with the theme of microtremerism, a res out relationship advice, Valentine's Day special. Even though Valentine's was last week, but this is number three with Chomos in Training. This segment is about several videos on how school children talk about sexual activities in their school and what kind of future they could be leading when they get older. So this video that I'm talking about, it um, once again, it's uh, it was off of Facebook. And um, the one that tripped me out is, um, excuse me, there was a little girl, she was sitting there, she was being interviewed by somebody, and she had like a little British accent. And um, this dude was asking her, uh, I don't remember what the hell he asked her, but this was like one of the videos that just was like random. So I, I wasn't even trying to look for something like this, but it was interesting to me because the, what the little girl said was, um, oh, they, they killed her after they had sex with her and, or something like that, man. She was, she was talking about some other little girl and, um, the guy asked her, he goes like, well, what do you mean? You know, or something like that. And. She said something like, um, uh, after, what was it? Well, we have sex and we eat dead babies. And the guy's like, oh, you guys have sex? And then she's like, yeah, after we have sex, you know, she's just like all like calm and nonchalant. And she's just like, oh, it's just a normal thing, you know? And whoever her teachers were, you know, was teaching these little British school kids that, you know, sex is just a normal thing. So this little girl sitting there, you know, she's her virginity's already taken. I don't know what age she is, maybe like six or seven, maybe eight. And, um, you know, the trippy part is that she was just all calm about it. You know, it's like it didn't even bother her. And then he asked her something again. And then she said something about, oh, we also eat the dead babies or we also eat the babies. And then the guy's like, you eat, you eat dead babies or some shit like that. And then, um, she goes, yeah. And, and what did he say? He goes, um, well, who, who is the one, who are the ones doing this to you or something like that? And then she goes, um, oh, well, or no, he said something like, so who knows about this? She goes, oh, everybody at the school, all the teachers know all the teachers and, um, and the nurse missed something, something, she goes, uh, she gives us a shot in the neck with a needle right about here. She's all like pointing behind her neck. And I was like, holy shit, man. So, um, that, that whole thing right there, I don't know what the actual whole video was. I didn't really look for like what the, um, what the label or the title of the video was. And, um, but I, I mostly I was just looking for, um, uh, cryptoids and paranormal activity and shit like that. And then, um, there was another video. It's, uh, it's almost the same thing. I don't know if it's in the same room, but this time it's a little British boy. And I think it's the same dude talking to him. He's like, so what goes on at your school? And he's like, Oh, we have sex parties and, and, um, and, oh, fuck. What else is he? Uh, he said something about, I think he also said something about eating dead babies. I think that's what he said. And, um, 
And he was also like, you know, really calm and nonchalant. And he's just like, he's like, oh yeah, it's just like another activity that we do in school, you know? And he says, we have sex with each other. I think that's what he said. And then, uh, then the guy asked him something, man. And then the kid goes, yeah, well, uh, my dad, uh, he eats dead babies too, but our mom doesn't know that he lies to her. He says that he's a vegetarian. He goes, and, um, and then what else too? There was also another, um, there was another thing that kid said, I don't remember, but, and I was just thinking, damn, these little kids are just like, probably, you know, the first thing came to my head uh, other than, you know, the, the chomos that, you know, hopefully got caught. But the other thing that really got into my head was, um, the whole micro thing, you know, that little boy, that little British boy and that little British girl, and even their whole class and, you know, all the little students in the in that school, wherever they were going to school, are they all walking around with uh, sperm floating around inside their bodies, you know? And <clears throat> there was a video that um, I seen, this is on YouTube, and it was about a five-year-old girl who was pregnant. And she's standing there holding a little baby, and this guy's like, well, <clears throat> in this photo, this is not her, her little brother. This is her son. She was five years old when she got pregnant. And <clears throat> I was like, oh, shit. And, um, you know, I was like, even at five years old, they can get pregnant. I was like, you know, so there's something new that I, I learned, you know, and then I thought about the time when I was going to school out over in Ganado, I was in the sixth grade and, um, and we had this teacher, um, and she was, she was bringing up this subject about how this girl was in the sixth grade few years before, you know our class got in there and she was saying, excuse me. And she was saying that that girl was pregnant, that Navajo girl. She goes, and she was only 12 years old and she was barely in the sixth grade, you know, excuse me. And, um, for me, I didn't really think too much about it. And I'm like, okay, so what, what are you trying to say then? You know, what's the point? Cause I didn't really understand, you know, that whole concept of, uh, a 12, 13 year old, teenage girl getting pregnant because all I knew was that girls can get pregnant after they become teenagers. So to me, I was just like, Oh, okay. So now as an adult, I think back to that and I'm like, Oh fuck. Okay. So it might've been like either, you know, a grown man or like a teenager in this 17, 16, 18 year old, knocking up this little 12 year old girl. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. I get it now. <clears throat> so, you know, those, those, with those examples, you know, uh, going back to this whole idea of chomos and training, I'm just thinking, you know, these little kids, the ones that were part of this school activity where it was accepted and the teachers were teaching these kids how to have sex. Are those kids going to grow up? Because they were so nonchalant, because they were so mellow, they were so used to it, they were desensitized to this whole sexual activity penetration. Does that mean that because they 
in a way, because they're cool with it, does that mean when they get older that they're going to be like, okay, that was something terrible that I don't want to teach this next generation? Or, or are they more likely to be like, oh, well, that was fun when I was a kid, so let me go teach these younger kids how to do that, you know, what was taught to me, you know? So that's where I was kind of thinking, you know, like, are they going to be the next chomos, child molesters? And um, <clears throat> chomo, that was new to me. You know, when I was in the army, um, these guys were talking about chomos. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And um, because when I first got to the duty station, they were saying, oh, fresh fish. And I was like, the fuck are you guys talking about? You know, so they try to bring that prison jail mentality you know to the in-processing stage of like after you finish basic training and you go to your your permanent party duty station you know so to me I was just like hey man whatever man I, I I'm just here to do my job you know so when they were telling me about chomos finally I said I don't know what you're talking about man what's a chomo they're like child molester I was like chomo and I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck, man, I didn't know that, you know. So that's why I'm saying chomo now. But anyways, <clears throat> if you didn't know, now you know. But um, the other thing as far as that goes is what I wanted to talk about as far as chomos and training is that during the time of the long walk, um, all these uh, warriors and all these Navajos that were rounded up and forced to march to uh, Fort Sumner, Bosque Redondo, you know, all that. When they were forced to go over there, the ones that were left behind were these older guys, like the older, I don't, I don't I guess you call them chays, but I don't know how exactly, I don't know what exactly aged or what, what exact age they were. But, you know, the way human biological reproduction goes, men can produce sperm all the way up to like being a hundred years old, but women can go as far as, you know, their forties, maybe <clears throat> some of them, possibly their fifties, <clears throat> excuse me. But anyways, so that's where, uh, I don't remember who told me this or I read it or I heard it, whatever. But, um, the, the older men would have sex with the, uh, tween girls, you know, the Navajo girls <clears throat> during the time of the long walk, because, um, they wanted to make sure that the family bloodline would keep going, that it wouldn't die out. So in a way, that was kind of like common practice. And <clears throat> but also at the same time, you know, a lot of these older dudes, I think they use that as an excuse because, you know, at the time, nobody really had any. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Damn, I got all this shape building up. Nobody really had like the this idea that it was illegal. There was no law, basically. And um, so anyways, uh, so all these older guys are knocking up all these young girls. Girls, basically, still, you know, to like the 12-year-old and stuff like that. And, you know, these and when those girls got older and they soon became must sons, that's where I started thinking as older Navajo grandmothers – is that what plagued a lot of them is that they were still, they still had like a lot of sperm from the years they were raped and all this, um, you know, forced sexual activity on them. 
you know, they're still in their 80s and 90s and maybe reaching 100. Are they still keeping that sperm inside them? Because they said it lasts for decades. So I don't know how many decades that means, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. <clears throat> but, um, you know, at some point, a lot of that uh, sperm has to die out, I think. But so having sex with underage girls from today's point of view back then during the long walk was like a necessity, you know, and I did talk about this before in season one, two and three and, um, what else to, um, so that's where, you know, that's where, <clears throat> damn it, excuse me. Um, that's where I, I was also thinking about this, uh, micro -tumerism, you know, um, it is like a ritual, like a hazing ritual, I would say, but also when Navajo women get beat and abused, I'm thinking, okay, so we, we know that some of that is, you know, it's uncalled for, you know, and it's, it's terrible that some women have to go through that. But, uh, there's one thing I think of being on the res and not having any rules and stuff like that back in the days, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And, and then beyond that, um, is that when these women were getting abused, why were they staying with their abusers? You know, so two things came to mind. One is that it was an initiation, you know, either to be a skinwalker or witchcrafter, or they wanted to make sure that the family bloodline or the family accepted her. And so she had to get punched in the face and kicked by her, her man or possibly even the family, you know, I don't know any stories like that, but I'm just, you know, brainstorming here. And then the other reason I was thinking is that, um, one, it was initiation and two, it was, uh, it was probably a sexual thrill. I mean, who's really going to admit that, you know? And, you know, when I, when I seen some videos of that, uh, bondage and sadomasochist, blah, sadomasochism, uh, on the internet, you know, with these adult movies and, um, when they, when some of these porn stars put these ladies put themselves through to, you know, to get sexual pleasure and thrill, um, getting beat, slapped, uh, kicked, you know, it was that a turn on, you know, it's, it kind of creates this whole twisted scenario. Now it, it kind of, um, it makes me wonder more about, you know, just how kinky were things and, you know, people sweeping things under the rug and saying, Oh, well, I don't want to talk about this cause it gets me hot, you know, or it gets me hard or whatever. So, uh, and those poor grannies and grandpas back in the day, you know, maybe that was their thing. So anyway, this is just something that, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll visit again later, but, uh, for the most part, let's go ahead and jump on to the segment. Number four, this one will be fatherless gun violence. Once again, stand by. <laughs> 